0: You on the Shelf, episode number 24 of
1: Brutal Battle,
0: and this is a special time of the season themed On the Shelf. This is kind of our take on like a holiday beers on the shelf because when we went to the store, we weren't intending to do it this way, but it just kind of happened because we were like, oh, there's holiday, th- there's holiday, there's holiday, there's holiday, and then Rebecca, I think it was your idea, was just like, what if we do an entirely holiday themed one? Yeah. Which seems kind of like a self-serving idea, because that's what you get most excited about. I love holiday beers. So, one of of these... Okay, so when we talk about holiday beers, I would say, honestly, only one of them is very overtly a holiday beer, based off what it is, style-wise, and what's in it. The other three, they either have a name that's very holiday, uh, and I think that's the thing for two of them, and then the one is... Kind of more just like this time of year type thing. Like more of like a wintry type flavor thing. So that's our take on the holiday situation. So your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I'm Re- excited. It should be a good lineup.
0: Yeah, Rebecca was saying, I was asking her what her excitement level is out of 10 before this. And she's like, I think I'm at a 10. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well that's, I hope it delivers that. I know. I really do. But I asked her to guess before we started this, what episode number of on the shelf do you think this is because she doesn't do the editing or posting of it so she doesn't necessarily know exactly what number we're on and she guessed 24 and i was like it's exactly 24 maybe that's a sign that all these beers will be excellent so fingers crossed for that all right so the first beer this is one of the ones that's i think it's just mainly the name but we'll see if the flavors are kind of holiday-y And this is by a brewery that we've never had anything by on the yeah. podcast. It's a tw- in a twelve ounce can. It's by Silver Branch Brewing. Have we
1: had anything on our off podcast?
0: No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, definitely not on podcast. But I don't even think off podcast.
1: And they're in a Silver Spring, right? Yeah,
0: they're out of Silver Spring, Maryland. We talked about going there yeah. when we eventually do an excursion to Silver Spring, and we we will. Uh, this is their gnome for the holidays, as in yes, G N O M E gnome. gnome. Gnome for the Holidays, it is a Saison, and it is 7.6%, which I feel like is kind of high for a Saison. Yeah. Let's be honest, that's that's high for a Saison. All right, so pour you first. Here's your Gnome for the Holidays, ma'am. Gnome for the Holidays. The, um, the, the can art is really flashy, too. Uh, It literally is like one of those kind of... Um, metallic looks to the label and it's got some gnomes in snow snow. with like a christmas tree and presents and very holiday it looks like they're delivering presents as well as a case of beer to someone
1: oh so
0: these are the gnomes i want to be friends with yeah they can
1: come (laughs) over here
0: hey gnomes let's party okay it looks really clear
1: yeah it's like yellowish
0: orange I mean, sometimes Saison's are more, like, on the hazy side and more on the pale side. This is pretty deep orange and not very hazy at all. Very, very fine bubbles on top. So I'm wondering, what is it going to be like? Is it going to have some funkiness to it, maybe? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. It sounds good. Like, unmistakable Saison yeast smell to it. It's, like, a little bit bready. Yeah. It's it's light though. It's got a slight kind of aspirin note and a very slight kind of band aid note, which you can end up getting from Saison's quite okay, I can easily. See that. But it's not at a bad level. It's not like off putting. It's a little
1: sweetness to it. I you get like a little honey. Yeah,
0: and part of it smells a little kind of like those Necco wafer candies, which I don't like. Hmm. It's that kind of like that kind of smell. Like a I feel chalk-iness. like it smells good.
1: And everything you're describing makes it smell bad. No, it's like... (laughs) Aspirin, Band-Aids, and Necco wafers.
0: But you can agree, all those smells are there.
1: I guess.
0: There is a bit of a citrusiness.
1: I was just going to say, I smell citrus.
0: It's like low-level, kind of like sugary orange, maybe more like a dehydrated orange type smell to it. And you
1: have to kind of weed through it to get to it.
0: Yeah, because obviously the strongest smell is that Saison Yeast. It's very Saison yeasty. You know this is a Saison. Um, so I'm going in. To...
1: Tastes like a Saison. I'm getting a lot of the orange on on the nose Ooh, or whoa. the taste, though.
0: Yeah, very I'm orange-y. actually, I'm getting blown out by that orange in comparison to what I was expecting based off the nose of it. Probably what makes it more holiday-y. Yeah, I can see that. You definitely taste the Saison yeast. I mean, yeah. it's weird, though, because... The orangey smell was so low, and the yeah. Saison yeast smell was so high, and it's the opposite in the flavor. It's like the Saison yeast is there, but it's way lower, and the orange is, like, high on fl- the flavor.
1: And I'm definitely still getting that sweetness, that, like, honey.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I'm getting that kind of little bit of aspirininess. Not getting a Band-Aid like I was getting in the smell, thankfully, but I am getting a little bit of that kind of, like, Necco wafer type flavor to it, which with the mix of other flavors, I'm good with. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm totally fine. Like, that's just, you know, you kind of expect this with Saison's. It's good Saison. Yeah. It's, for a Saison, it's a lot more viscous and a lot more syrupy than you would really assume, but maybe that's kind of what they were going for, for making it more of like a holiday-themed Saison. Make it a little bit more syrupy, a little more rich. Full-bodied. Malty to kind of... You know, make it feel like something you want to drink during colder times, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. It's good. I don't it's love good. it.
0: It's good. Yeah. I feel that way, too. I'm just like, this isn't, like, an amazing beer, but, like, it's a solid beer.
1: Yeah. I'm okay with it. For me, I don't love Saison's, though, so. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. I hear that. I think what's throwing me with it is just, like, how syrupy and heavy it is. And, like I said, I think that was an intentional choice, but... It, makes, it, it starts to make it extra sweet, too, and I think that, as I was drinking more of it, was kind of pulling me back on how much I like it. Okay, so the next one...
1: Carlin's most excited for.
0: Yeah, I'm most excited for this one, especially because I think we've had only one beer of this style on the podcast in the history of this podcast which has been going for about 10 years now. So that's pretty crazy. I'm also excited because I saw the beer when we were at the store. I called it out to Rebecca because she was looking at some other beers in another area. And one of the guys working there was like, oh, that beer's awesome. And then some guy who was just shopping there looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I've had that. It's so good. So two people unsolicited were like, that beer is great. And some people would probably see this and just pass it up, because they're just like, that doesn't sound like something I want. But this is Maple Roush beer. Now, if people remember, Roush styles usually are smoky. Like, they're dark, multi-smoky lagers. So this is a Maple Roush lager. It is by Von Trapp Brewing, and they're out of Stowe, Vermont. Never had anything by Von Trapp. This is the first time we're having anything on the podcast by Von Trapp. And this beer is... Where's ABV? It gets so hard to find the ABV sometimes on these beers. I can't find it. Is it not?
1: Maybe it's not on there.
0: Did Oh, there it is. 6.2. Okay. 6.2. Oh, wait. Did they have flavor notes on this gnome one? Um. Okay. Yeah, they had something written on it, but the, it's just like, there's no it's flavor nerd. text. Oh, okay. It's just like about the story of, yeah. It, we don't need to read it. Anyway, so this Maple Roush, six point two percent, sixteen ounce can. I'm pretty psyched about this.
1: See, I don't love a lot of smoke in my beer, so we'll see. I mean, but the maple the, can balance it out, right?
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of feel like the maple might, should do that. This was the first beer I keyed in on when we were yeah. looking at like their their uh, cooler full of singles. I was like that Maple Roush because. First of all, how often do you see a Roush beer? Second of all, I've never heard of anyone doing a maple Roush beer. So it's just so intriguing to me. I was like, we have to do this for the podcast. It's dark. Very dark, yeah. It actually looks darker than I remember Roush beers being. Usually it's I see them as, like, a bit lighter.
1: The head's lighter, though.
0: Yeah. It's very dark, though. I mean, it looks like it could just be, like, a porter. Mm-hmm. Because you really can't see through it. Yeah, the head. The head's interesting because it's a, it's a real mix of, like, Big, medium, and small bubbles. Decent head hanging out. It smells out there. good.
1: It's like I'm getting a little smoke. I'm Ooh. getting a little sweetness. I'm getting a lot of like that malty.
0: You know what I really like that I'm smelling? Coming along with that smokiness, there's a little leather. And the smoke and the leather together is really nice. Ooh. It
1: does smell good.
0: Yeah, it's it's smoke and leathery, and it's also smelling a little bit salty. Okay, which I feel like the smoke and the leather kind of bring that along with them Mm -hmm. naturally. So it's like leathery, salinity, smoky. I don't think I got sweet.
1: I mean, I'm getting the sweetness. I don't know if I pick out maple though. Yeah,
0: I get sweet. I don't get maple. Yeah. And if I was smelling it, not knowing the maple aspect of it, I would just be like, oh, it's just sweetness from the malt. Right. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But let's see if we can taste it. It does smell really good. I mean, but those. Those le- those notes of things like smoke and leather that a lot of people can end up not liking, they're not too aggressive. They're easy to take because the sweetness on the nose is also pretty well balanced with, with those other notes. I'm very interested in this. Let's do it. Oh, it's nice. Ooh. It's, it's very, very light. It's
1: soft. Isn't it soft? Like, it's... Sh- there's a, yeah. a, a creaminess and softness Ooh.
0: to it. So the way it plays on my palate is like a straight stout. Yeah. Like just a really nicely done single stout, not imperial or anything. I'm talking somewhere in the, well, like a 6.2% like this is. Um, yeah. It's just like a really nice easy stout basically, but with smokiness to it, a little bit of that leathery aspect. Are you getting the maple?
1: I'm getting, a, like, a sweetness, but I'm not perceiving, like, actual maple flavor. Kind of, like, same with the nose.
0: Yeah. I actually think that that smoke, smoke and leather is covering the maple. It might be. But you are getting the maple in the form of that sweetness, like you were saying. So, this is good. It's nice, though. It's vi- And it's very light on the palate. It's not very viscous. Like, the first beer was, like, more viscous than we thought. This one's actually a lot thinner than I thought, and that's that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, it's not... It's not offensively thin, though. It's, like, appropriate. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. But it has a creaminess. It does. It's, like, soft and creamy. It really does have a creaminess. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like it. Yeah. And, the, and like I was saying, the leather and smoke, it's there. But it's not It's not aggressive. Like in the nose, it's, like, there and you definitely know it's there. But it's just, like, nice and easy. Yeah. This is a nice beer. Mm-hmm. All right, people. More of these types yeah. of beers, please. Uh, breweries out there, let's do stuff like this, please. Very tasty. Very easy to drink, too. Less hazy more. IPAs, more maple Roush beers. Anyone want to sign my petition for that?
1: Yeah, it wasn't as smoky <laughs> as I thought it was going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's jump to the third beer, and I think this is the one you are most excited about. I'm most about. excited for this one. And this is the one that I was saying is the most kind of, like, definitively holiday beer. Yeah.
1: It's called Gingerbread Jubilee by Foundation Brewing Company, and they are out of Portland, Maine. And it is a milk stout with ginger, cinnamon, vanilla, and natural flavors. Six point five percent.
0: Sixteen ounce can. Sixteen ounce can. Um, I and believe it has it's...
1: gingerbread cookies on it in different shapes of like polar bears, moose, snowflakes.
0: I like the polar bears most. Yeah. I would say they look the best and the cutest. Um, I think this is the third time we're having something from Foundation on this podcast.
1: Oh, when we've been there.
0: Yeah. That was the first time because we brought some back. Oh, uh, okay. And then the second time was we when we found Steel? out... Battery Was that... Bat-
1: oh, Battery, battery Steel is another, another brewery. brewery. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking that was a beer name.
0: Yeah. The second time we had these guys they're was... They're both was Portland, was, though. Yeah. They're both from Portland. And they're in like the same... I don't know if they still are, but when we were there, they're in the same complex. It was like... Industrial building. Yeah. But yeah, the second time we had them was when we um, realized that they were finally being distributed in Maryland. So we were like, oh, cool. So that was for an on-the-shelf. So this is our third time with Foundation. And we liked their stuff in the past.
1: It's dark. It's darker than the Roush Beer.
0: Yes. More head than the Roush Beer, too. But it looks the same. It's, you know, medium-large, small bubbles. All right. It's very gingery. Mm, Yeah, there's a lot of ginger in there.
1: I don't know if you want to like it.
0: I don't know if I'm going to like it.
1: It sounds a little soapy.
0: You know, that's a good point. I think you're right. There is a soapiness. I get a slight vanilla to it. I get a chocolatey sweetness in the Mm -hmm. nose. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know about the ginger.
1: Yeah, the ginger is very, very pronounced. I mean, I guess it should be because it is ginger. Right, yeah.
0: I don't know. It is yeah. creamy though. Yeah, there's a creaminess to the nose. I'm assuming that's being brought on by the vanilla. All right, let's. All right, let's do it. The ginger's easier. Yeah. On on the flavor. I don't love this. It's okay. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Not as stouty as I want it to be.
0: Well, it's not imperial. Yeah. I mean, it's a straight stout. It's what six point. Five, I think it's pretty low for a style. So the, the viscosity is not really going to be there, it's not going to be that thick, it's going to be on the thinner end. It's not as thin as a Rausch beer, but it's not far off.
1: I do like it.
0: Um, what like what would do more for you with this? I feel
1: like if there was more cinnamon, I feel like I'm not getting as much cinnamon. It's like the, I wish there was more vanilla.
0: Yeah. I think you're just
1: getting a lot of ginger.
0: Yeah. What I think I want is heavier on the vanilla. I'm not really big on cinnamon and stuff, but I will admit that I don't really get a whole lot of cinnamon. Yeah. It's like super faint. Mm-hmm. Super, super faint. I think the ginger's kind of squashing it. Even though the ginger isn't super strong in this, I still think the ginger's squashing mm-hmm. that cinnamon. It's still
1: the predominant flavor. The
0: vanilla, though, they need to up the vanilla in this for sure. And then it would be really good. But I, I see that it's imparting that creaminess to it, which is nice on the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Agreed. There's a slight chocolatiness on the finish. It's a little milk chocolatey, actually.
1: Yeah, low level, though.
0: It's not a bad beer at all. And I could see some people really enjoying this. I'm fine with it, and I'm surprisingly fine with it based off of the, uh, you know, in comparison to the nose. Because I thought with all that ginger, it might be a little much. But no, flavor-wise, it's not crazy. I think the thing is, expectation-wise...
1: Yeah, I wanted... I was hoping for more.
0: Yeah. And when you take a, a bigger slug of it, it presents itself even more just like a really nice straight stout.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah. I it's good. It's just not... It's a little disappointing for what... The description promises. Let's say. Oh wait, is there flavor text I should be reading for all these other ones? Do 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 do.
1: Nothing on the gingerbread jubilee.
0: Yeah, I mean the only thing with the Rausch beer is that it just calls out. It just calls out that they use the Rausch malt, so it has a subtle smoke. They used Munich and Carafa Car- malts to give it a. Uh, it a deep hue and full body. So really, that's it. Which they did. I mean, what they're describing there is you know, it's good. Um, did you want to introduce our final one? Sure. This one, I think, is a real stretch as far as being a holiday beer, but the name is not.
1: The name is called Missile Toad. <laughs> and there is a picture of a missile with a toad riding it with a Santa hat.
0: I do like that label. It's cute. <laughs> and I do love the name. I think it's very clever. I think it's fun.
1: So, Mistletoad is a triple IPA by Evergreen Brewing Company. And they are they I think they're out of, yeah, Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. It's in a 16-ounce can, and it is...
0: 10.5, I think. 10,
1: yeah. I couldn't tell if it was a 5
0: or a 6. So, this is the second time we're having Evergreen, because we've been there. Yeah. And I think we last had their Ripple, which mm-hmm. was a Raspberry Goza, which was really Very good. Um, I'm nervous about this beer because it's a triple IPA, and a lot of times triple IPAs can just be too much. Yeah, you we'll know? See.
1: But people want to get drunk for the holidays.
0: Well, I mean, maybe that's part of the thinking behind this. It's like, let's give people a little liquid courage so they can deal with their family members. <laughs> Oh, it looks hazy. Oh, God. That's a bad omen. That's a bad omen. Because hazy triples in particular do not go well for us. They usually can't stand up. Like, the body's not there and the multiness is not there to stand up to the alcohol. Oh, no. I'm even more worried now.
1: So, it's definitely hazy.
0: Yeah, super. It's orange it's yellow. Yeah. Um, a lot of head hanging out. Oh, it's... Does it smell bad? It
1: smells like so much petroleum.
0: Yeah. It doesn't smell terrible to me. There's like a sweetness mixed with that kind of petroleum, and it's bringing a decent citrus on the nose, too.
1: It's like straight-up Vaseline.
0: I will say this. It doesn't smell astringent.
1: No, it doesn't. Like,
0: I'm not really perceiving alcohol in the smell, which is encouraging.
1: It just smells like a tub of Vaseline.
0: If you can get past that though, I get a very solid oranginess, kind of mixed with like a tangerine almost. Like yes. orange tangerine. There's
1: definitely a citrus, but you have to you have to dig
0: deep. I get a slight cantaloupe on cantaloupe. the finish. Yeah, I get a very slight cantaloupe on the finish. It's good. I mean, I think the nose is pretty solid. You are super sensitive to that like vaseline yeah. smell and when I smell it, I'm not that distracted by it. I'm not that... It doesn't it's turn o- me off as like much as it It's like black olive for, for you. Yeah, you. right. We're right. Yeah, the olive smell for me is like, no. Okay, the nose is making me... Interested? Less worried. Okay. The fact that it looks so hazy makes me more worried. So I guess I'm kind of going in even keel on this.
1: Mm, I actually kind of like it. Uh.
0: That's kind of deceptive. It's very dangerous. I don't, I don't perceive the alcohol. No, <laughs> I don't. It's at very all. dangerous. Mm. Okay, um, it's very sweet.
1: It is. It's a little too sweet for me.
0: Yeah, I could not drink much of this because it is very sweet. It's also a little bit soapy, slightly soapy.
1: You're definitely getting that punch of citrus though. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. But then you're also getting that like hazy IPA yeasty, yeasty. almost flowery. Yeah. Not as in like flowers in the yard, as in like baking flour, which is not a good taste. Um it's very my tongue, it's like drying the the hell out of my tongue. Oh really? Too. Yeah.
1: Just a little bit. I just it's just hard because every time I go in for a wig, I just get the Vaseline nose.
0: Sure. I will say that I am impressed because for being a hazy triple IPA, I think it's pulled off well for that. It's just, do we need hazy triple IPAs? Like, that's the question. Like, they could have done an Imperial version of this that's not 10.5, maybe it's 8%, and it could have tasted exactly the same, maybe even a little bit better because it could have been more on the juicy side. Because... The alcohol level, I feel like, is bringing that down a little bit because I am starting to get a little bit of an astringent bite to it as Mm -hmm. I drink more of it. It's still not crazy, and I think in comparison to other higher ABV um, hazy IPAs, I think they did a really good job for that. It's just, why are we brewing this? It's kind of like my question. It's not bad. I mean, it's uh, honestly, it's it's not bad for what it is. It really is not bad for what it is.
1: Okay, you ready to do your it's ranking? Just, do we need
0: it? Do we need it? Do we need this thing? It's kind of like selfie sticks. Like, do we need selfie sticks? I
1: just took a big swig and I I am feeling the perception of booze.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You feel it in your throat. Yeah, there's a little bit of a burn. Mm-hmm. So. It also gets more yeasty when you do that. Do you want to retry anything? I am. Ugh. Yeah, don't take bigger swings of that. That's that's a mistake. <laughs> that's a mistake. That's a bad idea. Ugh. 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 No, thank you. Yeah, we might dr- we might dump that. It's just not our thing. It's just not for us. But like I said, they did fine for what it is.
1: Okay, that's my ranking. Really? Okay. You're gonna be the same?
0: No. No. No, I'm not. You can go first. Okay.
1: My number four is the mistletoe, which is the triple IPA by Evergreen. My number three is the Gingerbread Jubilee, which is by Foundation Brewing Company. That's the milk stout with ginger, cinnamon, vanilla, and natural flavors. My number two is Gnome for the Holidays, the Saison by Silver Branch Brewing. And my number one is the Maple Rausch Lager by Bon Trap Brewing.
0: So my order is pretty different. Really? <laughs> my number four is the Gnome for the Holidays. And okay. I'll tell you why. It is the sweetest beer on the table. And I don't think it should be. Um, and that's because I went back to it and retried it and it's getting kind of gross to oh, me.
1: really? Well, I didn't retry it. With
0: how sweet it is, it's getting kind of gross to so me. This is your number four. So, not into that one as much. Uh, I'm going to give number three to the Mistletoe because I think they did good for it being a hazy triple. It's just not something I really love. Um, then my number two is the Ready, Set, Bake, the Gingerbread Jubilee, by a foundation that is tasty. It was underperformed for what we had expectation-wise in our heads, but it's still tasty. It's still a good beer. And this Von Trapp, this Maple Roush Lager is so good.
1: That's definitely, that's a clear number one.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so much further ahead of the other three beers, in my opinion. It is very good. And that really encourages me to want to try more Von Trapp. Yeah. Because the guy who was working at the store was saying... Von Trapp does, like, older styles mainly, and they do them so well. And if they're doing a Roush beer like this, I'm very, very, very intrigued to find out what their other stuff's like. So we're going to have to ferret out some more Von Trapp and do that. And if we can get our hands on enough, maybe a showcase? That could be fun. So thanks, everyone, for joining us for this holiday-themed on the shelf. And we have more beers for another on the shelf And those should be even more interesting than what we had here, in my opinion. But I do think we hit a good range in this. Very diverse. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when we're doing these episodes, it's kind of like, majority Stouts, majority Hoppy, or like... So this, This I looked at it, I was like... Yeah, when I looked at this, I was like, oh, this actually is like a pretty wide range. So Yeah, Yeah, so all good. Uh, Anyway, uh, social media... Instagram.
1: Instagram, uh, Brutal Battle Podcast.
0: Untapped. Rebecca C. And Carlin C. or Carlin Cook. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Brutal Battle, Carlin at Brutal Battle, but I don't put a whole lot of beer stuff on there. It's mainly horror-related stuff that I'm doing. Um, You can get back episodes if you want it through the website BrutalBattle.com or through Archive.org if you just search Brutal Battle. Help us out, though. Rate us and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you listen to on. But iTunes helps us the most for visibility. And also just, you know, tell people about the podcast because that helps. Word of mouth is probably the most effective thing, in my opinion. Uh, And if you want to email us and just say hi or have ideas for episodes or beers you want on the episodes, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. So anyway, thank you, everyone, for checking this out. Happy holidays and keep it brutal. brutal.